Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast. You're home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest uh, manga news and chapters. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is my co-host, Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great, as always. Glad to be here, Kevin. Yeah, I'm glad to I'm glad to have you. So we're going to be doing a little something a little bit different this time around, where we wanted to, since we talk about it so much in like when we do our manga uh, review discussions of Dragon Ball, we both love the franchise and I think some interesting news has been coming out. So I wanted to split off the discussion on the manga um, for its own episode because we wanted to also talk about the movie trailer that recently got released, um, a new one for the Dragon Ball Super the Superhero movie. Plus, we've also gotten more details on like other things going on in Dragon Ball franchise. So we wanted to just kind of dedicate an episode to talking about one of our favorite franchises uh, like around with Dragon Ball and like both its present and future. So we're, that's what we're going to do with this episode. Um, but before we get into all that, I want to do some quick housekeeping. So as always, you could follow the Manga Revolution podcast on all podcast services from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you could download uh, and listen to uh, your favorite podcast. And you could also rate and review us five stars. That would really help us out to get up on the uh, rating boards. Um, and we always love getting your feedback. You could also find more of uh, Rock and I's work on comicrevolution.com where we put up a bunch of features and reviews for different comic books and manga like and we do some spoiler heavy stuff um, with, um, so if you want some details on uh, past comic books or mangas you could check it out there or you could also check out features like Rock has been doing a lot of sales breakdowns for the manga and comic book industry on the revolution and you could check out how your favorite um, or least favorite manga and comic books are doing and what are actually the top ones maybe you want to be checking out if you haven't already so he's doing a lot of great work with breaking those things down on the conquerrevolution.com website and you can follow me on my twitter account at the kevin lainis and also on instagram at kevin l07 and uh, you can follow the conquer revolution at cb revolution on twitter and the man and you can follow this podcast's uh, twitter feed at the manga podcast uh, rock where could we find you you can find me over on Twitter and on Instagram at the same handle at Rock2K's Revolution. Awesome. Well, with that out of the way, um, we're going to start off actually, instead of doing a discussion on movies or, or um, the franchise, I want to first go into the manga. We're going to change it up a little bit. We're Dragon Ball uh, Super recently released uh, is chapter 77, which is really like a, just a one big flashback kind of fleshing out Granola's backstory and the Cerulean's backstory with the Saiyans. And it's actually titled Bardock, Father of Goku. And um, in here we get Monado, the, the last remaining Namek that was living on planet Serio at the time of when Granola was a kid. Um, we find out that the Saiyans, like has been said many times, did attack planet Serio and wiped, basically wiped out the entire society and all its people. And during this raid, Goku's father, Bardock, actually discovers a young Granola with his mother. Her name is Muzuli. As, as he looks at Granola, he pictures, he is reminded of his son, Goku, who was just born, seeing, kind of almost seeing Goku in, in Granola as a young kid. He decides, you know what, I'm going to help them escape. I cannot put, go through with killing a, a kid. So he actually helps Granola and his mom escape and put, gets them to where Monita was hiding out um, during the raid. As he's telling this story, Goku, Vegeta, and Granola kind of interrupt the story. Granola freaks out that this is not true. This can't be true because like his mom isn't around and he wants to know what his, what's happening to his mom. At the same time, Goku asks who Bardock is because he keeps um, Monito references that Goku looks very much like Bardock. And this is where Goku, for the very first time in, in the franchise, learns that Bardock is the name of his far father. He learns that from Vegeta. Really su surprises Goku because this is actually... Even though we've seen this in like the video games and other uh, non-continuity non stuff like that Goku has met Bardock and those things, but he's actually never met it inside 
any of Akira Toriyama's official Dragon Ball work. So this is the first time Goku is actually learning about Bardock. So uh, for anybody that might not be aware of that. And, and then we continue on with the flashback from 40 years ago where Bardock again helped Granola, his mom, and Manito to safety. But as that's going on, we actually learned that the uh, heaters were also on Planet Serio at the time because during this time that we learned that the heaters were actually assigned by Frieza to sell any plant after the Saiyans wiped out any planet, the heaters would arrive to sell all the resources, the planet to other governments or other places that needed to sell to get money. As the heaters are are showing up to to like take take a look at Planet Serial of who they could sell it to, they discover that someone's there. And uh, Mizuli decides to confront those heaters first, um, but she ends up being killed by Elect. And then Gas gets ready to fight fight one of the Bardock and Monito, but uh, Bardock is able to launch an energy attack um, that. That causes like a big dust to, to appear and is able to get um, Granola and Monilo who are Monita uh, to safety. And and since the elect and gas weren't wearing scouters, they can't detect where they are. Um, and so they were able to escape. And it's from from here we get back to the present where we see elect and gas again. And Ga- gas comments that he can't believe he's still he's still holding the defeat to Bardock because he feels like Bardock defeated him personally. So that's why he wants to go after the Saiyans and wipe them out. And and that's kind of where we end this chapter for Dragon Ball Super. Rock, what did you think of? everything that we learned in this chapter for Dragon Ball Super. Uh, it's never an easy conversation when, or a clean conversation when it comes to Dragon Ball Super, especially with this current story arc. And I look, it's obviously, it's obviously an objectively big moment that Goku is finally learning the story of his father, Bardock in the manga. Okay. There's no doubt about that. You can't, it's, it's objectively a big deal. I got it understood and by doing so by having bardock being involved with uh, the conquering of planet serial we have now tied granola to goku and given a reason a convenient reason why granola should be friends with goku and not fight him anymore right and we've also got the convenient reason now of why Granola and Goku should want to team up to take out, to take out the heaters because it's really it's the heaters who are the ones responsible for Granola's mom dying and uh, and you know now the, the 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 heaters also don't don't like Bardock Bardock doesn't like the heaters so now we have the green light for Goku to you know follow in his father's footsteps and battling the heaters as well it's all very conveniently constructed to lead to the motivation of what we knew was inevitable that granola is going to team up with Goku to take on the heaters at the at the end of the story arc so we got there with all the convenient reasons for these heroes to stop fighting and to join together and for whatever reason Kevin, despite all this convenient tying up of loose ends and giving a convenient reason for everybody to work together, it just, I just don't care. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things that impacts the Bardock story specifically, if we just want to look at the Bardock story and like the big moment here of Goku finding out that he's his father, I think um, Akira Toriyama kind of is impacted by Bardock's own popularity in the franchise because we've seen Mm -hmm. Bardock so much because like i think yeah. one of the best stories that has been told in the dragon ball series overall has been the the history of bardock when we learned about like bardock's mm-hmm. sacrifice of stop, like trying to yep. save, save a planet vegeta and like the big confrontation kind of we saw the flashback we got that like mini movie of it and i think that was one of the best honestly stories that we've seen in dragon ball overall is bardock like bardock's like 
like the final days of Bardock, basically. But because the character has been so popular with the fan base, we've seen Bardock in, appear in so many things since then, like especially in the last 20 years of like the franchise existence, um, that he's appeared in video games, he's appeared in other animes, he's appeared in like other yeah. side stories, and he's also interacted with Goku in these things. Where like each time that he appears, Goku learns that Bardock is his father. So again, that's not official. Like this is the first because this is really the first time we've seen Bardock or like addressed to Goku or like even that name brought up to Goku within the universe, uh, the main universe for Dragon Ball. But we've seen Bardock because of his popularity so often that it really makes this reveal suffer because it's not as impactful to the reader as like it should be. Because again, it's it's something maybe Akira Toriyama could have could have controlled a little bit better when it came to like the mainstream success of Dragon Ball. But I know that he was so popular with the fan base that like uh Toei and, and other creators couldn't help, but like include Bardock in anything that like anything else with the Dragon Ball franchise. But again, it's like one of those things that because of that popular for the character, it makes the reveal here not as impactful as it should have been if it happened a lot earlier before all like Bardock's popular just soared. And so again, like, I understand, Goku, but I do understand why Goku had the reaction he had. He's like, who's Bardock? And I think that <laughs> within the story, he's like, it is the reaction that you Goku would have towards this this revelation. And and it's cool to see, like, just from, just basing it off Dragon Ball Super story and, like, the, the in-universe stuff that we have gotten from Bardock. I'm glad that they're, they've been expanding his story a little bit more to, and just the Saiyans overall, that, like, Saiyans aren't just the ruthless warriors that we've see, seen in Dragon Ball Z that there is more right. heart to the characters. We saw that with the Brawly movie, that there's a lot more to like the Saiyans than just the mindless fighting brutes that kind of they have been portrayed as like their Dragon Ball Z. And so I'm glad that we're getting more expansion of that. It is kind of funny to me that it was Goku that kind of softened Bar- Bardock and he already had, because he already had a son Raditz and Raditz, like he didn't yep. care. And and he Raditz was just another typical Saiyan to him. And that even though it was his son, like it was actually Goku's birth that like softened uh a Bardock, so it wasn't even like so. It was actually becoming the father of Goku, not just becoming a father in general. That made Bardock kind of a nicer guy. So, and I thought yep. I thought that was funny. And like, I, I'm not sure if it was an unintentional dig at at Raditz because, or like, or Akira Toriyama <laughs> just completely forgot about him. Goku's older brother. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So, yeah, <laughs> again, it was just like a chuckle moment because I just thought about that because I was like, man, Raditz does yep. not get like he like no! since he, since he got killed off at early on in Dragon Ball Z, like no one even remembers him. Nope. <laughs> That's right. It, 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 it's, it's just a little funny aside that I just like, it, like maybe I shouldn't have laughed, but I just laughed at that. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, everybody forgets that Goku has an older brother at this point because he got killed off like at the very, very beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Right. <laughs> but True. Um, I mean, I, I do, I do agree with you. I like, I did enjoy how Goku responded being told that Bardock is his dad because it, it's it is so goku he's just like uh, i don't know i was raised by grandpa gohan on earth i don't know anything about saying yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's like I'm son, like, I'm, son, I'm son goku <laughs> that's my name exactly it continues to nicely emphasize the difference between uh goku and vegeta vegeta who's super proud about saying culture saying pride saying everything and goku who's like i don't really care about saying i was raised yeah. by grandpa gohan and that's who yeah. i'm that's who i am yeah, the closest thing, the closest connection he has is being a Super Saiyan. That's like really like exactly. the only thing he, he takes exactly. pride in is being a Super Saiyan. But that's because of the name. Like the Super Saiyan is it's cool, a cool name. Right. But uh, right, yeah, exactly. and, and again, it just continues that like again, it's a mi- it's a very minor thing in this in this chapter. But again, it's just continue, like you said, it's continuing the difference between Goku and Vegeta. Goku yeah. does cons- at the end of the day, Goku considers himself an Earthling. 
whereas Vegeta still does, considers yeah, himself right. a, like a Saiyan. So like, yep, yep, so, big difference. And, 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 like it's a big difference, even though they are both Saiyans. It's like mm-hmm. Goku does not consider. Like at the end of the no. day, he feels like no. he's from he's from Earth. That's where he. That's he's an where Earthling. He was, he was born, even though it's really just where he was raised. Like kind of like the his it's culture like, it's is like the super. Earth. It's like the super. It's like the Superman. It's kind of almost like the Superman yes. thing. Uh, uh, like, that's right. Yep. Clark Kent, like Superman, does feel like he is always more Clark Kent than Superman because he was born. Absolutely. He was raised by, raised by, uh, by the Earthlings. the Kents. Yeah, I and he's just barely le- like in his ad- later adult life is when he's actually finally learning about Kryptonians and like uh, that society and like he's actually finding out about his parents and all that stuff. It's kind of similar to Goku here. Yep. So. Yep. But again, it's like I think that was like a cool side. Just like if I'm just taking into consideration not the other mm-hmm. stuff that's going on with Dragon Ball franchise and how that's just exploded like in the mainstream and all that stuff. Like if I'm discounting that stuff, but again, I can't really discount it because again, I've seen Bardock so many times. In right. So many things, but uh, I am glad, like on the good side of things too, I am glad that we with the Bardock story too that it is kind of explain why. Um, Toriyama has had Monito say, hey, you actually shouldn't hate Saiyans because he, he's been saying it for a little bit. <laughs> like, girl, yeah. you're taking things too far and all that stuff. It's at yeah. least making his character a little better. It doesn't improve yep. Granola's character. I think Granola's character no, no. is still like a it's still like a little kid that's just rage-filled and he hasn't grown up, even though he's actually not. Now we actually find out that he's actually older than Goku. Um, but he doesn't. He is. He, he doesn't. Because right. <laughs> he's uh, he, what he was like six or seven when the Saiyans attacked and Goku was barely right. born at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he's actually an older guy. He's almost like Vegeta's age, really. Um, and yeah. so it's almost makes him like even appear even more childish, which makes his character even worse. Cause up to this point, he's kind of been portrayed as a teenager level, almost like almost yeah. like Gohan, maybe Gohan around Gohan's age to mm-hmm. make him like you understand him. But now that we find out that he's actually more closer to Vegeta, basically Vegeta's age, like, yeah. man, he's a, he's just a man child, like. Uh, yeah. And he has not advanced at all in his like forty plus years of life. Right. I mean, honestly, Kevin, I'm with you. I really thought this character was a teenager. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was maybe 18, 19, 20, 21 tops. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking, with the way he acts, you know. Yeah. So and so again, I think like un- unintentionally, a character almost makes Granola's character even worse. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> like wait, 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 explain, explain what his explanation is here. Um. And, yeah. And so again. It's an unintentional consequence, but it is a consequence that like Toriyama has to deal with because again, it's his own making right. with the right. Granola character. And again, it just and I the one thing I will give credit for is he made the huh? heaters a little bit more interesting when it came to the flashbacks of like mm-hmm. like them being positioned as the people that sold planets after the Saiyans wiped them out. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, which again, it's a little bit a cool thing that obviously Frieza should have. Like he he, yes. he would send the Saiyans because she saw the Saiyans as a mindless brutes that. Just to yep. why, like they were all, all they were useful for to her or to him was um, to wipe out the society and things. Um, and so that he, and then obviously he would have the a group that would just be dedicated to selling the planets. Um, the one thing mm-hmm. that it didn't help was Gas's character specifically as one of the members of the heaters because Gas has continuously been positioned as the most powerful heater, as someone that That's right. is on he freezes low. But once again, it's all talk with the character. It- it is. And it's no show. And, show and, like, and, and, and like the only actual power, semi-powerful thing he did was like block Bardock's move. But we already know he that did. Bardock wasn't actually a strong character whatsoever. Right. <laughs> he was nowhere yeah. near. He was like all the Saiyans were not very powerful. Like Bardock was 
like by the end of his life because of all his battles and like things like that he became somewhat powerful but he was never even as powerful as like vegeta when like during the saiyan oh. for example he's like he was like a fraction of that power so it's like right. him stopping an attack from from bardock actually doesn't make eh. fast a uh, powerful character or like as powerful as they keep saying he is so it's like oh uh, toriyama still not, not hasn't figured out a good way to make gas into an intimidating character like the only thing that we could see that like maybe he'll do is the same granola thing of like oh he's gonna wish to become more powerful right but that's not how he's been positioned right. up to this point it's like he's already been positioned by the way that he just talk about him and he talks about himself is that as powerful as the current frieza but he's not <laughs> well and they even say they i mean they the only thing like you said the only thing you see him do in the flashback is is block bardock's attack and then they cut right back to the present and they have gas say that they have him say that he he did fight a saiyan that day 40 years ago and that he'll never suffer such an indignity ever again yeah. implying that well he fought bardock and lost yeah. right and or that they were too like point, even... kevin is a character who's not very powerful so yeah. okay so he lost to a character that's not that powerful yeah then what am i worried about yeah exactly <laughs> even even in the even if it's been 40 years like since those 40 years we've had super saiyans we've had so many other stories that like these characters yeah. aren't, don't even seem to be aware of like that goku and vegeta have been fighting gods as of late yes <laughs> so how like right like, exactly like, which the heaters wouldn't even know no <laughs> they, they've been like so, goku and vegeta have been busy fighting jared and like gods of destruction yeah. and stuff like that that so it's like and, and freezes become golden freeze and stuff like that so it's, again it's just like it's things like that that where you're like i can't believe that this is the same Toriyama that created Moro and like Goku and Black and, and Jiren. Like we've just had so many great, all great. like like antagonists to the series. Yes. And now we get yeah. now we're at this point of like this latest story arc where it seems like he ran out of <sighs> ideas and he's just like, I gotta get I, I just have to get a villain group down. Yeah. That's where, exactly what it feels like. Where I'm almost it's, like it's such the, a far the, cry from what we've gotten up until now. It really is a far cry from what, yeah. what we've at this seen. point. I almost hope that like at the end of the day, Frieza shows up, defeats the heaters, and like, <laughs> he turns out to be the big bad guy. Because that's kind of right. like, like for Granola, like because we they've been building yeah. up a fight with Granola. So I, I'm almost hoping that yep. Frieza shows up and like he like he ends up being the big bad for this this story. Cause like it needs something. I would take and, and, and also they, we and do also need they, something. And they, and they also like we need a, like maybe a resolution for the whole Frieza being coming back to life as well. That Toriyama seems to absolutely like have, have, have established that it's going to be something that he is going to circle back to because he needs to address yes. Frieza being around again. That's a big that's a big dangling plot line that's just kind of hanging out there. So yeah, yeah it does need to be picked up again once and yeah, so. given some kind of conclusion, right? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully again that that's that's the thing. That there's like again, like I said, chapter seventy seven is something that had a couple interesting little threads, but they aren't like yep. we had such a big chapter. Like these chapters are what forty pages long. There's like yeah. one or two pages that really got caught my attention and out, out yep. of that, that's a fraction of it. So, um, but overall, again, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Uh, Rock, is there anything else that stood out to you? No, I mean, the art, it was pretty, you know, okay. It was fine. The art, art was what you expect. You know, it, nothing really blew me away in this chapter. Nothing disappointed either. It was just very dependable. Yeah. Okay. And all right. So what would you rate the uh, Dragon Ball Super chapter 77? I'm going to go... Oh boy, I will go six night girls out of ten for the story. I will go six night girls out of ten for the artwork. So six night 
out of 10 overall. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go actually a little bit, a little bit lower than you is uh, <laughs> for the story. I'm going to go for, again, there's a couple of interesting things, but they, they don't yep. push things up at all. And for the artwork, yep. it's six. It's solid. It's not like stupendous, like artwork we've yeah. seen in the past, but it's, it gets the job done. So it's going to be a six. And so it's overall five micros out of 10 for me. Um, mm-hmm. Again, a little bit disappointing, but again, while the manga is disappointing us right now, Rock, we do have something Dragon Ball related that actually will excite us more, which is a new movie yep. called Dragon Ball Super Superheroes, um, which is going to be releasing it in Japan in 2022. And we got a new, we already had a teaser before with just like a CGI Goku in the past, but now we actually got a full trailer. And in this trailer, we actually see that the Red Ribbon Army is going to be returning and what else with the red ribbon army coming back what what does that mean we got no, new androids coming back which are oh yeah gamma one and gamma two which we see in the trailer that they've been developed and they're actually uh, i'm not sure if they mentioned it in the trailer but or like we saw that in the trailer that goku and vegeta are like up here on the video screens that gamma one and gamma two are mimicking and it looks like they're wearing right. their current costumes the the from from dragon ball super which indicates that yes. Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 are actually the fighting ability, kind of like Cell. They are actually going to be like taking it yep. from the current parallel because we also see Majin Buu on there as well. So, And you also see like on the on the video screen, maybe names of other characters. It does, it's not clear what the names are. No one's really broken it down from what I've seen, but it probably has Gohan and all Piccolo and other fighters on there yeah. as well, which again, goes going back to what the... Uh, Andros Ayer and what Dr. Jiro originally created. The Android said it looks like the Red Ribbon Army are basing these two new uh, characters on at least some somewhere around the Dragon Ball Super timeline. Um, we're not yep. sure when. Um, and we also learned that Pan is training and during the New York Comic Con panel that they recently had, it is also revealed that Piccolo is actually Pan's mentor, which is a little mm-hmm. bit of a new addition to it because we knew that Goku at this point was training because it seems like this is taking place still a little bit before the very very end of dragon ball z so the pan is training and now we learned that pan not only has goku as a trainer but piccolo who is taking a more mentor role with pan and also she's seen, he is seen as her her grandfather the same as goku so there, there's a continuing just piccolo being kind of a father figure to gohan and so it's like we see that he's still part of his life and and then um in the panel we also learned that dende bulma and vegeta will at least play a role in the story and we mm-hmm. also see in the trailer, it, it is very, very, very a split second. It's like a, you'll, you'll catch, um, if you like freeze frame it, you'll actually see Brawly in the trailer as well. Yeah. So yeah. we know that Brawly is going to be involved in some way against, and he'll probably end up fighting Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 at the same time. So um, we get, a, again, we get a lot of cool things in this. And, um, and again, it's going to be, it's the return of the Red Ribbon Army. So uh, um, what, 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 the, what did you think of the trailer, Rock? I liked it. I'm I'm excited that the Red Ribbon Army is coming back. And that that's great. It's such a wonderful, delightful blast from the past. That made me happy. Put an immediate smile on my face. And that we're getting not one but two new androids. Love it. Very cool. And both Gamma One and Gamma Two. I like their designs. They look great. Very nice. So big thumbs up for that. I was not expecting the Red Ribbon Army. Or two new androids, so that just yay that that really made me happy as a long time yeah. Dragon Ball. And again, that these two characters are designed after like superhero inspired, and that yeah. like it seems like they're like the Red Urban Army are going to trick them to be, think that they are the heroes of the story most yes. likely. Uh huh. Which is so, great. Yeah, it's fantastic. 
Yeah, and man, and- I like that we're gonna we we get to see Piccolo again, kind of taking the the fatherly role in training yet another uh, member of Goku's family. It seems like this is what Piccolo is just destined to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just destined to do this, yeah. and so it's just cool. I that I I, I like that role for for Piccolo, yeah. and. Pan is a good choice, of course, given the connection with uh, yeah. Piccolo and Gohan. I like that as well. Yeah, and it does also the, seem like uh, they, they're continuing to tease because they, they tried to do this in Dragon Ball GT, but they couldn't ever do it in GT because they didn't get... I don't, I'm not sure if it was a permission thing for Akira Toriyama because I know that Toriyama previously has said during Dragon Ball Z and, and things like that that he never pictured a, a female Super Saiyan, so which is why we never got Pan oh. as a Super Saiyan. It wasn't until yep. K- it wasn't until Dragon Ball Super with Kale. Oh, sorry, my dogs are barking. Um, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but my it wasn't until K- like Kale and Kefla during the um, Dragon Ball Super that he actually finally designed a, a super a female yep. Super Saiyan. So, mm-hmm. so we n- now get that here. Maybe it seemed like in the trailer they were teasing that Pan is training to become a Super Saiyan, kind of like Trunks and yes. Goten, like because it's not as natural to her as Goten and Trunks. But it right. seems like she may be training because you get like that little brief moment of her trying to power up. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when that happens, it's usually like because she try, like most characters are trying to get to the Super Saiyan level. Oh, yeah. Which, which is a long time coming. I know that that's something that fans have been wanting for a long time, have been yep. begging and pleading Toriyama to do, like actually show Pan as a Super Saiyan. So hopefully, like uh-huh. maybe we won't get this in this movie, but at least we'll get indication that if she appears again in the future or like in a new anime or or like a new movie, maybe we'll eventually get that. And that's what Toriyama is building towards. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, and, and like would... you said, it's, it's fun. It, I'm glad that Piccolo was shown in this too, because like mm-hmm. we've seen so much Goku and Vegeta um, re- recently. And I'm glad that Piccolo is at least, maybe it seems like he's going to be a co-star in this movie. And I'm, and I'm glad because more Piccolo is always great. Cause he's, he's such a great oh. character. And he, I feel like he compliments Goku much better. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> totally agree. And I, I also like that we get not just a Piccolo, but we also get a shot of Dende, and he's a little bit bigger as well. Yeah, looks like he's been aged, so yeah. that's kind of cool. That was a neat little little tidbit to see. And yeah, because because it does seem like this movie is going to take place maybe right before the the martial right. arts tournament that ended Dragon Ball Z. So like we're actually it seems like Toriyama is now either ready to tell that story or he's going yep. like a fish and officially make GT an alternate universe. And like, whatever we get, the next enemy will be the official like post ending. Cause he's also like, we saw in the manga, he's built up Oob at various points, even in Dragon Ball Super, the anime too, that he's been mm-hmm. building up Oob and that he wants to do something with the character. So maybe this is kind of more of a teaser that indication that uh, Toriyama wants to do more in the future with Dragon Ball Z, like post Dragon, post the ending yeah. of Dragon Ball Z now. Like, because he's done so much with Dragon Ball Super, it almost does feel like, and we get this with the manga, maybe that he's kind of done telling stories in the in between time, like of like the beating Kid Buu and the, like the yeah. final, like final episode, final chapter of Dragon Ball uh, Z. So it's like it seems like he may be done with that, and like now he wants to explore the post Dragon Ball Z world. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely get that vibe. Definitely get yeah. that feeling. The only complaint I have with this trailer, Kevin. I don't see a lot of Gohan. Yeah. Not a fan of that. I want more Gohan in my mm-hmm. Dragon Ball, Kevin. And I'm just not going to get it in the manga, and I'm not going to get it here, am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, are, but we are going to get Brawly, though. We're going, and it seems like Toriyama is fully embracing Brawly now. So, yep, because like, yep. I know that previously he was like just a movie created villain, and uh, now it seems like Toriyama has 
like get, not only giving into fans wanting Brawly to be an official part of yeah. the main universe, but now he it seems like he's falling kind of almost in love with the Brawly character now that he's actually developed him. And yeah. because we see the one shot, it seems like he's taking on Gamma One or Gamma Two. So yep. like whatever, however he's developed him, he probably enjoyed it, and now he's like embracing it and making Brawly a bigger deal. So which is which is gonna be interesting because like. I did really enjoy the Brawly movie too. I think that was Me too. That, that was that that was probably my favorite Dragon Ball movie of all time, like in, yeah. in the franchise, because mm-hmm. they did. I think yep. the Brawlys, like they made Brawly into a very compelling character in that. Where previously he was just a mindless brute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. So now he's actually an, he has a lot of interesting things with his relationship with Vegeta and Goku this time around, because it's not just a Goku thing; it's a Vegeta and Goku. So, and I'll be interested to see what he does with this. Um, and again gamma one and gamma two like we'll see if they maybe do a fusion dance because it also seems like they are very uh i do like i, I like that they have like the great sandman type poses and stuff like that too like yes gain you force um yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see what how much more they lean into the superhero aspect of the characters but overall i think again we're both i think we're both excited for the movie and that, that kind of gets into the discussion of what do you think of like is the future for dragon ball now like just um because one thing I, I i just i think i just revealed to you before the po- we started this podcast is that right now there's actually a dragon another dragon ball anime that's a web exclusive anime in japan that's going on right now that's a t- it's more of a tie-in to the card battle game that that's very popular in in uh, japan to promote like all the different forms and all the different different transformations and things like that that are in that card game to just basically a promotional tool but it, it's actually sure. dealing with the multiverse of dragon ball um, right. So that just kind of brings in my question of what what would you want from the future of Dragon Ball, whether it's more movies or a new anime series, and wh- when would you like these? Or w- uh, what time period would you like to see the Dragon Ball explore now moving forward? I would be all in for some new movies, and I think given that we're the multiverse, so to speak, is really being embraced now why don't we just have movies and kind of explore that multiverse in movie format? It gives you a nice, it's the best format, I think, because you're going to get, it's just a two hour. It's going to be a fully, fully enclosed stand on its own leg story. You don't have to worry about it being episodic like you do with the anime series. That way you can just tell your, your one and done story set in whichever multiverse whichever character you desire and just go with it and have fun for that movie. And now that fans are going to be more comfortable with the multiverse of the Dragon Ball universe, it's, you can now take these, these movies as one and done's, Hey, let's dip in and look at this character from this universe or this character. And you can just kind of do whatever you want, not worry about constantly having to build off the next one in some type of episodic series. Yeah, because I really think I mean this, this Kevin. This Dragon Ball franchise has been around since the '80s. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as episodic storytelling, you know, Toriyama's got to be like, guys, what more do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, and, it's got to be hard. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think that's what's interesting, and because I know you still haven't watched it, but that's what's interesting about the web series that they're doing, which is uh, for people that might not be aware, it's called Super Dragon Ball Heroes, and like I mentioned, it's tie into the. Uh, card battle game that that dragon ball has um so so in that we actually do deal with the multiverse story which includes like goku from gt meeting goku from Mm -hmm. dragon ball super and we actually the Mm -hmm. very first episode of that web series that i've seen is that 
Goku, like Super Saiyan Blue Goku fights Super Saiyan 4 Goku and they actually have a little, it's a brief fight, but it's one of those things where you're like, this is so cool. I never thought it would happen, but I love that this is happening now that we're like, again, it's not confirming that GT is unofficial, but at least it's confirming that there's like multiple different Gokus because they also play into like the Xeno Goku. Like, I'm not sure if you've played the Xenoverse video games, but they play into they play into the whole time lord stuff that the xenoverse video games do and like they've also introduced like the dragon ball under the super dragon ball heroes uh, web anime has also introduced all mm-hmm. the movie villains like cooler is in in the series as well and other villains from those movies are in because like the main villain uh bad guy for the uh this web anime is like bringing all these different characters into the universe so and we yeah. also see jiren we also see trunk like future trunks and so we, we, we're seeing a lot of characters in there and they're just like embracing the silliness of everything. And they're like, we're, and they actually, intru- I think they introduced uh, the legendary Super Saiyan, like one of the, the original legendary Super Saiyan, I think he's uh, named, uh, mm-hmm. um, who looks like, rat- almost looks like a beefed up Raditz really. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and again, it's just like little things where they're like, we're, they're just embracing every single thing of Dragon Ball. And I, I think that's yep. cool. And I think that would be actually a cool direction for the series moving forward. Again, they could Definitely. still do, like, they could do more another anime. I think, like, I think everybody's just waiting for a new anime, and I would honestly like it if it was like Akira Toriyama's like official. This is my story post Dragon Ball Z because, like, we haven't right. Like, I don't like GT has its fan base, but I don't think that like the entire Dragon Ball fan fan base in likes Dragon Ball GT. And even a court, oh. Akira Toriyama has said that this is, I I had no hands on it. He's like wiped his hands with GT of like right. I gave yeah. them the rights to do GT, but I was not involved whatsoever because, like, he didn't like by that when GT came out, he's like he was burnt out on Dragon Ball. He didn't want to create anymore. He wanted to do his own mm-hmm. things with Dragon Quest and other things, other projects. He was done with the Dragon Ball franchise at the time, so he was like he was still producing, like a executive producer, I believe, for Dragon Ball GT. But he wasn't but that's- like hands on, like he wasn't hands on day to day, like he was with Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, like creating the manga and stuff like that. So uh, I would be interested to see him actually do a post Dragon Ball Z and like kind of wipe out GT because that he didn't get involved and tell his own story. Maybe like bringing in Moro and making him like a post Dragon Ball Z villain because he could easily yes. position that. And then also yeah, deal with absolutely. Frieza. And then also deal with Frieza at the end of the day too. Yeah. Um, and, and then that's how you integrate Pan. Of like I mentioned it when we were talking about the trailer. Of like he seems to want to build up Pan as like her Super mm-hmm. Saiyan level. Like actually do a payoff with that because he knows. It seems he is well aware that fans want Pan to be a Super Saiyan. Yep, yep, yep. I'd be fine with all of that. I think that would all be a really good idea. And yeah. it's 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 just waiting there to happen. We just brush GT to the side, let Toriyama do his thing. Let's get this ending. Let's get this conclusion. That would be a really good anime series. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe like you in position as Oob and Pan as the future of the series too, because like you could bring yep. in Oob and make Oob and Oob and, and Pan paired up with. With Goku and like kind of usher in like, hey, these two characters like, there, there's a reason why I created them at the end of Dragon Ball Z because I wanted I kind of wanted like them to be representative of the future of the franchise or like future of this universe for like because it's not Goku's yeah. not gonna be around forever. Oh, are you sure about that, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> if you want Xenoverse, yeah, it'll just be plucked from time. That's all. 
<laughs> we'll get a Goku Jr. like we did at the end of GT. Uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Okay. But, yeah. And, and that's what, that's what, uh, what is it? A Goten was like, he's a, basically just a Goten, yeah. Goku Jr., right? <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> but, but yeah. um, is there, do you have any other thoughts on like what you would like to see from uh, Dragon Ball, like the franchise overall? No, I think I think I like your idea for a series, and I like my idea for the movies. Yeah, you know, delving into the multiverse. I think that two prong attack would be satisfying for all fans. I really do. I think you, all the fans that want that satisfying conclusion to the story to wipe away GT will be happy. All the fans <laughs> who like multiverse aspect of like getting to see all these different characters meet from the video games and different movies and series would really like those movies. So I think yeah. you could you could do both, make everybody happy as as best you can. Um, the only other takeaway I had from this trailer, Kevin, and I wanted to get your feel on it because I know it's really a hot button issue and it's really divisive online. The CG animation, thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, thumbs down, middle. Um, it didn't bother me too much in the trailer. I don't want it from an anime series. I could I, I could understand it being like for for the movies because they want the movies to be as high budget as possible. But- I, I do have a I do have a preference of like the ha- like hand drawn looking anime instead because I yeah. I, re- I recently watched the uh, the world uh, world hero mission for my hero and they did yes. I think that did a really good job of like they had an increase of budgets but that didn't mean that they're just gonna put in a bunch of C- CG uh, uh, models in the movie whereas I think Dragon Ball Super right. superhero movie is going to have like a lot of CG models on there instead of like mm-hmm. the the typical anime um, art style. So I'm not a big fan of it. Um, and I, I understand why they're doing it. Cause it seems oh, yeah. that they also are using assets from like the recent video games. Cause like there was a lot of yes. things in like the Brawly movie that had like, it felt like I was watching like Dragon Ball Fighter Z specifically. Yep. Like yeah. it seems like they're, they are using like those, those models um, for, from that fighting game in, in the movies now. Um, I'm, yeah. o- I'm okay with it, but it, I hope that it's not the future of the series. I want I want the typical anime art style. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you actually. As I would not want CG animation on any anime series at no. all. I, I I don't like I don't like the CG mm. animation on anime series. I like my anime hand drawn. It's just yeah. it just works right. So a series would drive me insane, and I wouldn't like it. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it on a movie here and there, fine. If you want to experiment, you know, if you want to experiment with different styles of art on a movie, I can live with that. I can live with that. As long as that doesn't become the de facto art style for everything you do going forward. And and I know that this is probably just my nostalgia, but I would love it if they found figured out a way to go back to the Dragon Ball style. Like from the original Dragon Ball anime and be like, we're going old school and just being like, because we yeah. see this with cartoons like cartoons have recently sure. been doing this stuff like they've been going like using the old animation style yep. making it new, like updating it with new coloring and stuff like that but sure like having the style be an old school style and i would love it if like whatever next anime series we get or like even a movie is in the dragon ball art style just with like cool. modern like modern modern day techniques and that i would because it's yes. like it, it's a simple i know it's simple but it's so cool it, it would be fun and it would be a nice nostalgia thing mm-hmm. for us as fans I think honestly, like kids would like it too, like because it is a simple oh, super yeah. art style and it's still dynamic. Absolutely. Oh, I think kids would definitely like it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, 
that again that that, that would be my preference because I, I and i do like the current modern day dragon ball anime style oh i do too I, 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 but because i know that that is this the most updated and that's kind of what akira toriyama's vision for the characters and world are sure. but i would love it if like that original akira toriyama art style that he first started with dragon ball like to and even with the original dragon ball anime that to return for like a movie or like an anime series heck yeah there's no reason why you couldn't i that'd be awesome yeah all right well um and i think yeah really that's it and then like i um the other thing i would mention too is like if anybody hasn't watched it the other thing that i would actually like from dragon ball Super, like because they do this with the web series is like taking inspiration from star wars visions and maybe doing mini episodes like that oh that, yeah that is, the, that is the last thing i i yes. was thinking about it was doing like going looking at star wars visions and doing like mini episodes maybe with like that like do a 15 minute episode on go, like yeah. the family life of gohan and the deal with pan and do uh-huh. or something like that i think that would be fun too like i think that would be that the other thing that i would like awesome. from the because there's so many characters like show oh, like yeah show, show like a misadventures of go of trunks and goten in, out in space or something right like yeah. do something like, bl- do something like that the dragon ball ball franchise is blessed with such a wealth of characters take advantage of it and the star wars vision format would be perfect for it i think that would be a massive hit and it would also allow you to shake things up with a style of art too yeah i think it'd be perfect yeah specifically i want just a goten and trunks misadventure in space somewhere like where they get they they, 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 they launch they they get launched in space somehow like because they're playing around in one of Boma spaceships and they get like yes. go on the opposite side of the universe and have to deal with like Frieza's army or something. Yep. Yep. Which I would think Sign is me fun. up. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> that, that's my pitch. That, 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 that is my pitch. Yeah. Give me a misadventures of Goten and Trunks throughout space. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Rock, thank you very much for joining me for, again, this is a little bit quicker episode than usual, but we love Dragon Ball so much that I wanted to focus on that. So again, thank you very much for uh, talking Dragon Ball with me. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, all right. Well, this will end the episode and hopefully everyone has a great rest of your day and go enjoy some Dragon Ball and find that web series out there.